when the heat of trial hit us, our reserve surface. Are you with me? When heat of trial hit you, your reserve surface. Can't come to me and say, hey, this man is gentle, very nice man. I will say, oh, he's nice. I want to see his, his track record. Where he is coming from, the battle he has fought. So when the heat of trial, the heat of temptation, the heat of affliction hit you, your reserve surface. Your reserve surface. It's quiet, it's gentle, it is very humble. What a wonderful man as well. Oh. It's wonderful, it's quiet, it's gentle. Mm. Your reserve surface. Those things you keep to yourself. Only you and God. And people keep saying you are very nice. What a wonderful man. What a quiet man. But many things you keep to yourself. Only you and God. Your creator know. You keep hiding it. Gentle. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What are those things we keep to ourselves, those elements, like jealousy, bitterness, anger, envy, resentment, hatred. You have ability to keep those things to yourself. So, I learned you have been promoted as a GM of the company, wonderful. Congratulations. Whereas inside you, there's no congratulation. Inside you, why not me? Why him? I know him. I know him. Why not, why not me? Why him? These are the things we keep to ourselves. When the heat of trial, temptation, hit us, your reserve surface. Each time I look at you, I look at your appearance, and I need to look at your heart. Sometimes, oh, I'm a Christian, I've been doing good, I've been very nice to people. The manner you forgive and the manner you restore, the manner you help, the same manner you will be helped. The same manner you will be forgiven. So show what you are doing to people is not deep from your heart. The manner you help, the manner you forgive, the manner you restore another person, the same manner you will be restored. You will be helped and you will be forgiven. So therefore, whatever you are doing, do it with all your hearts. Do it with all your hearts. 
Look at, look at everyone here today. You are sitting down as if you really mean what you are here for. How many of us actually meet Jesus? Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Because he he went for us because it's no longer on the cross. You really love Jesus? In good time. We are saying, I love Jesus in good time, but in hard time. Question mark. You love Jesus? In good time, when there's testimony, when there's money in the pocket, when there's food on the table, you love Jesus. But when there's no money in the pocket, no food on the table, hmm, question mark. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. When there's no money in the pocket, question mark. When there's money, you love Jesus. Indeed. You love him. When the heat of trial, disappointment, failure, sickness, disease, affliction, setback, heat, your rich self surface. Ah, I, do, I do come to church all the time and I pay my tithe. I, I've stopped smoking. I don't know why all this has happened to me. Why all this? I don't know. What is all this? Oh my God. Look at my friend. He never worshiped God. He never went to church. But see him. It's fine. Oh my God. You begin to see Jesus in the bad light. When everyone is dancing in the church, through dance, you can know those who have testimony in the church today. You see people, some people do like this. You know he has testimony. Where some people do? In my Because your life is ruled by your blessing. If there's blessing, you are happy. And if there's no blessing, your life is ruled by your war, by your blessing. Okay, where is Jesus? Jesus in good and hard time. Tell your neighbor, where is Jesus? Jesus in good and hard time. If you know Jesus in good time, you are a part-time Christian. And you don't know him in hard time. 
you are a part-time Christian. And Jesus is not looking for part-time, but full-time. Tell your neighbor, if you know Jesus, in good time, not hard time, you are a part-time Christian, and Jesus is not looking for part-time Christian, but full-time Christian. You must know him in good and hard time, alive. The way you have, you are helped. The way you greet, the Spirit of God will greet you. The way you, you forgive, you will be forgiven. The way you love your neighbor, the same way you are being loved by the Spirit of God. <laughs> you see, each time you, feel, you receive, you know it is a reward because it's a rewarder. If you are given what you do not need, you continue to receive what you do not need. If you give what your life depends on, you receive what your life depends on from Jesus. He has no farm, and he has no house, he has no office. He's your neighbor, your brother. Whatever you do to the little among you, that you do unto God. What have you done to your neighbor today? How many people you have changed or you are blessed today, today and you are coming to God for blessing? You know you come from somewhere. If you look right, you see poor. You look left, you see poor. Back, you see poor. Front, you see poor. What have you done today to your neighbor? Nothing. But you are waiting to receive from God. Look at my local language, you say, You must love your neighbor as yourself. Your neighbor may not share the same faith with you. My neighbor may not be a Christian, but love first. Love first. Love first. Your pain must be my pain, and your joy must be my joy. When you begin to see life in this manner, yes, you are getting to the center of your own world. You are not blessed only because of your family, but today people use their blessing only to your, their family. But you are blessed to bless others, others, including your family. Amen? Amen. Let me take you to the book of John 8. What do you think I'm trying to say? When I sing, I'm talking. I'm not a singer, and I do, I'm not, you know, you know, I can compose, but I'm preaching and prophesying. When I say, you know my heart, I say, I need your heart. If we confess in our heart, Jesus is my Lord. What you confess in your heart, and immediately you confess in your heart, here, Jesus comes in 
to bring you the balance. You are able to say the truth and you are able to listen to me with all your heart. Here Jesus come in to bring the balance. As you are sitting, you can begin to engage your heart. Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. Come into my heart. Watch me with your precious blood. Save my soul today. Your heart can be engaged while you are listening to me. Are you engaged your heart? Mm. Hallelujah. Yes. In that book of John, is, if I may take verse 3 there, it said, The teacher of the law and the Pharisees brought a woman caught in adultery. They made her stand before the group and said to Jesus, Teacher, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. In the law of Moses commanded us to stone such a woman to death. Now, what do we do? This is a question true to Jesus. They knew what to do by their law of Moses, but they come to Jesus in order to have something to trap him. They were using this question as a trap in order to have a basis for accusing him. They have been looking for a way of accusing him. What can they do? But this is opportunity for them. But Jesus bent down and started to write on the ground with his finger. And when they kept on questioning him, he strengthened up and said to them, let any one of you who is without sin be the one, be the one to accuse this woman. Hallelujah. This is the question. This is what I'm saying here. How can the kettle call the pot black, bed of the same feather, when they are all one? used for cooking. Will you go by this, that let anyone who is without, without what? Sin. Be the first. When we are offended, we feel hurt and blame the offender. When we are offended, we feel hurt. If we embarrass and blame our offender, we always defend our bitterness, our anger. We always defend our right. Whether we are right or wrong, we always there to defend, to justify our reason of doing what we are doing. I is a small boy. I train him. I send him to school. Look at the insult he's passing to me. This is your reason. Inability to forgive. The reason why you will not forgive him. I 
train him. I'm older than him. If that is the case, if by age, by experiences in the war, I will not be the one to stand before you today. Someone else, we should look for someone else to come and address you. If by age and experience, this out there, uh, where we are coming from and what we have seen in life, I should not be the one to stand here and address you. We always defend our bitterness, our anger, our rights to justify our reason or inability to forgive. Don't, don't talk to me. You are living in a poor community. You know who I am. Please. No, no, this is illiterate. It is at this point Jesus advises us by saying, how can the kettle call pot black? How can the kettle call pot black? This means, how can the kettle blame pot? How can you blame him? How can anybody over there come to blame anyone here? When you are bed of the same feather? Remember your own weakness. You are not the right person to judge. This is what Jesus referred to when he bent down and wrote on the ground with his finger. As they kept on questioning him, the Bible says he strengthened up and said to them, let anyone of you without envy, let any one of you without unforgiveness, let any one of you without anger, let any one of you without bitterness, let any one of you without jealousy, let any one of you without pride. Let any one of you without envy hold offense or continue to absorb. Keep blaming your neighbor for offense he has done to him. Tell your neighbor, let any one of you Without envy, jealousy, pride, let any one of you, without unforgiveness, let any one of you, without jealousy, hold offense. When you take your Bible to the book of Luke 23, and go straight to the verse 34. 
Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. That statement alone, but at what we are saying here, Father, forgive them. Take note of the word, them. Take note of the word, them. Because it includes both the offender and the offended. It includes both the offender and the offended. The wrong and the right. This should be Christian standard of life. Father, forgive them. They were them. They were them. Take notes. They were them. Take notes. The wrong and the right. This is why Jesus said, when he bent down to write on the ground with his finger, he said to them, let any one of you without envy, jealousy, he simplified that sin he mentioned there. You know, he said, let any one of you without sin. You say, sin, what is sin? Many of you may not even understand that, just sin. This is what the Bible said there, just sin. But let any one of you, without envy, jealousy, bitterness, pride, in those things, you keep to yourself. Only when the heat of trial, heat of temptation comes, you say, baby, don't talk to me like that. I will deal with you. You say, eh? This man can talk like this. He says, I only offend you. The man offend me. The boy offend me. He used to be my servant because he's a millionaire now. I, I help him. He was working under me. In fact, look at the way he addressed me. What way? What way? We always defend our bitterness to justify our reason. Eh, he's my boy. I train him. This is the defense. Yeah, that is the reason why you have to say that. That is why, yes, I have to say that. I help him. I give him capital to start business. Now, whatever he become today, he should be very careful. Oh, because of the capital you gave him. What of Jesus? He has no sin, but your sin. Father, forgive them. Take note of the war, them. It includes both the offender and what? The offended. Tell your neighbor, let any one of you who is without envy, jealousy, bitterness, unforgiveness, pride, hold offense. This is a risky why you should not hold offense, whether you are right or wrong. Unless you are without envy, jealousy, pride, unforgiveness, bitterness, resentment, anger. Is it that you are poor, 
and your neighbor is kettle. Or you are kettle and your neighbor is pot. Bed of the same feather. Pot and kettle used for cooking. And I told you, the manner you forgive another person, the manner you restore another person, the manner you restate another person, the manner you greet another person, the manner you help another person, the manner you love another person, you will be loved and you will be forgiven by God. By their fruit we shall know. The manner you forgive, you will be forgiven. Tell your neighbor. The manner you forgive another person, you will be forgiven. The manner you love another person, you will be loved. The manner you restore your brother, you will be restored. You know, you know what you are doing nowadays is not from your heart. Sometimes when I'm coming, you say, good morning, sir. I say, oh, well done. When I say, good morning, I say, good morning. When you are going, I will look at your bar. I say, oh, well done, sir. Some people say, why man of God say, well done? I'm greeting you, I know you. You raise your brother's hands up. Say, winner! Why your heart will say, why not me? Why not me? (laughs) Winner! They call you to occasion, you say, winner! Your heart will be saying, why not you? You don't want winner. You invest on the brother, you give your brother millions. By the time he left, you sit down and look at yourself and say, ah, how will I know that this boy will appreciate what I have done now? How will this boy pay me back? Our heart. Match your action with your way. Tell your neighbor. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Mm. If you're able to match your action with your word, it comes from your heart. Say, be he. And I say, be he. My heart is telling me that we can't heal it. <laughs> that has nullified be he. And I say, check yourself. Okay, I'm still feeling pain. <laughs> me that is saying be here I know what is going on in my heart be free amen your heart keeps telling you who is, who is free you too you are in bondage <laughs> this is our heart a lot of voices going on match your action with your will this is the problem we have today you don't mean what you are saying, and you never mean what you are doing. If you really mean why you are sitting down, receive a phone call just now. And receive a phone call and hear that uh, that business you have been looking for, billion of dollars, the man is just at the corner of your house. I'm coming to your house now. Two minutes, I want to see you in the house. You look around, you look around. Where is Usher around? Once I'm coming, I'm pressed. Every 
negative action, there is language for it. Because you want to live, you learn how to lie. Ah, I'm pressed. And you are not pressed. By the time you get there, they say, where? God, I'm looking for restroom. Okay, there's one there. By the time you get to the restroom, you will not call your business partner back. You know, that place is good for calling. Hello? Hello? What are you telling me? I say, I'm in, in two minutes, I'll get to your house. If I don't get you, I'm checking out of the country. Yeah, they're checking out of the country. You have your answer. You will not plan what to say so that they will open the gate for you. You begin to plan. What will I say now? Ah, I, just, I need to take something inside the vehicle. It's very serious. Because your coming here is not from your heart. We have not been doing things from our heart. And faith is of man's heart. Whatever that does not come from our heart is a sin. You can never say things clearly if your action is not from your heart. Seeing things clear can make us see beyond our present situation. Ah, this is disappointment. But you don't know that that disappointment is meant to preserve you. It's meant to prepare you. It's meant to strengthen your desire and your determination for God. It's meant to stop you for a while and rearrange your future. If your action have not been coming from your heart, you cannot say things clear. You only say things on the surface. What you are saying now, if your coming here is not from your heart, only what you are saying is, this man has a white beard. Is he dying? Ah, what's happening? Mm, look at him. Look at the tree. He mm, looks like my brother or my driver. Just the same size. The man must be between 50 years. Okay, he just wants to celebrate 50s. Okay. Look at him. He's going again to another direction. Look at him. He, was, he will come back again. Though. He will come back again. Ah, what is this fruit all about? Can they just give me one? Well, I cannot get it. Your heart will be jumping up and down. Jumping up and down. Your heart will judge. Well, this. You continue to busy with your heart. And the heart that is busy cannot focus. Oh my God. Take me, take, take that way. Take that way. Take that way. Take, take, take that way. Mm. Look at me. I'm going this direction. And keep, keep, something keeps telling me that somebody is waiting for me at home. Ah, and the person I don't know. Ah, oh. And uh, this is where I'm going to see somebody. But the heart keeps telling me, my heart keeps telling me, somebody is waiting for me at home, and I don't know whether I will get there. I don't know whether I will meet the man in the office. I don't know. If at all I meet the man in the office, last time he disappointed me. I don't know whether he will, he will disappoint me. The heart keeps busy. Keep busy. Definitely, you lose focus. You will probably not get why your heart is too busy. Tell your neighbor. This is 
confusion we find ourselves. Seeing clearly, help to see beyond our present situation. Preserve you to prepare you to strengthen your desire and your determination to, to stop you for a while and rearrange your future, your present situation. But you don't know. You just don't want it. You don't want it. You don't want you do everything to remove it on your own. You remove it on your own. The one that is waiting to rearrange your future will say, ah, oh, the The man has gone. Oh, he's not even waiting for me to arrange it. All effort to, to hold him in order to arrange his future before he moves. He has gone. This is for you. This is Jesus for you. He asked the man at the pool of Bethesda, he said, what can I do for you? You want me to pray for you? He did not just grab the man and start praying. I want to deliver you. No. He need your faith. He need your genuine willingness. Our genuine willingness plus God's ability work miracle. If you are not genuine, No matter the power, and you are not genuine, and you are not ready to be genuine, there is nothing. He said, I will make you fishers of men. If you are, if you follow, if you do not follow, he cannot make you. You have a role to play. He said, I will make you fishers of men, fishers of men. Fishers of men, I will make you fishers of men if you fall. That is the condition. That is the condition. It is not all up to God. Certainly, it is not all up to all. Not all up to you. Certainly, not all up to God your genuine willingness and God's ability. Work out in. If you follow me, if you don't follow him, the title, how can the kettle blame pot? Tell your neighbor. Again. You may be the kettle. Your neighbor may be the pot. Bed of the same feather, used for cooking. So, the way out, if you are without envy, jealousy, unforgiveness, bitterness, resentment, hot anger, you can hold offense. I'm very, very sure here in this world, before you can see anyone without envy, jealousy, unforgiveness, bitterness, resentment, anger, hurt, you go to heaven. That is why we should not hold offense, including me. Holding offense is evident that you are without any of this. Let him pray with you so that this message can, can have a place in your heart. 
I pray this message find a place in your heart. Amen. Say, find a place in my heart. I can hear you. 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 Because it's a very serious issue. The war is like this because of offense. The war is like this because of offense. Your life is like this because of offense. And you can never have a way out without stop holding offense. No way out. <laughs> I'm telling you. Because if you deliver you now, and you get delivered, and you will now say your offender, you lose your deliverance. Immediately you lose your blessing. Ah, this is the man I don't want to see. Ah, this is this woman. Ah, I will not take this call. It's a foolish man. Mm. You are losing your blessing. You will receive your deliverance. You will receive your blessing. You will receive your, your healing. But to maintain this healing, stop holding offense. Tell your neighbor, you will receive healing. Deliverance, blessing. To maintain this blessing, stop holding offense. The God that said, Thou shalt not lie, he said, Thou shalt not kill. The same God. If you have lied, you have killed. So, why, again, you are holding offense? Because you are without envy, without unforgiveness. You are without bitterness. You are without heart. You are without anger. That is why you are holding offense. Can that be? I pray this message find a place in your heart. Amen. Find a place in your heart. Amen. Find a place in your heart. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You may be seated. I'm free, I'm free, I'm free. If you two are free, let me see your hand. If the Spirit of God has touched you, and then you can begin to give a call. People you need to call, any opportunity you have. So I just want to say, hi, I'm so, so, so. Eh? You call me? Yes, I call you. I've been praying for you. I love you so much. Mm -hmm. And send this message to your leaders. Eh? You have opportunity to have meeting with your leader. Please tell your leader, holding offense. Hmm. It's like committing crime. Because unforgiveness imprisons us. Put us in the prison cage. You just find that uh, there's limit. What you can do, there's limit. Ah, 
there's limit. I can do this, there's limit. It put us in prison. And what is not done well, it's not done at all. Unforgiveness is too dangerous for your future. Don't pretend to forgive. Don't pretend to love. Like I have said, the manner you love is manner you'll be loved. The manner you forgive is the manner you'll be forgiven. Whatever you want to do, let it come from your heart. God is a rewarder. If you continue to blame others, you will never repent. Uh, yes, yes, it's very rude to me. You will never repent. Take everything, yes, this is wrong, okay? I know I'm the one. Because we are not fighting the flesh and blood. Blaming others, you will never repent. God often use anything. You may be sitting, somebody will just come and give you a blow, and start beating you. Bah, bah, bah. Ah, what have I done? Remember you're a Christian. Better run, leave the place. Don't retaliate. Because you don't know why this is happening. Everything. Why, God? Why, God? God often uses anything. I say anything. Think about that. What is anything? So many things have been used in the past to prepare you, but you fail. I may give you some good example. There are some of you that are taking over the position by fire by fire. You are in a position where even your junior was promoted to be your head, to be your, your boss. You now say, eh? I serve God, I fast and pray, I'm always in the church. I can my junior, I instruct, I give instruction. Now being promoted as my boss. You now say, no, 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 by fire, by fire. You run to which doctor? You say, this one is my junior, and the real promoter is my boss now. He's the one giving me instruction. Which doctor will say, what do you want me to do? Ah, by fire, by fire. You are giving powder. Since he's now become your guy, you have to clean the table for him. You drop it. And your guy, that is the end. I got four sick. Has been carried everywhere. One month, two months. You take over the position. You don't know that. Look, it's too early to say a man is blessed. The beginner is not the owner, the finisher. These are the lessons we should learn. Many heroes, they collapse. Great men, rich, wealthy. Because of the beginner is not the owner, but the finisher. If you don't finish well, everything you live for is gone. And the issue about you is erased. The evil that man do live after them. So many of you have been prepared for generation yet unborn. 
just like apostles, they were prepared for generations yet unborn, so that when they die, their work will live for the generation yet unborn. This is what we are saying now. Your exit. Anytime you behave, remember your exit. Always think about where your thought, your attitude, your behavior will be credited to your account. Our account is in our future, not now. You are living now. You are working now. What we are doing now will be credited to our future. What are you doing now that will be credited to your future? You are doing evil now. That evil will be credited to your future. Are you doing good now? The good you are doing now will be credited to your future. You will find them in future. That future where that physical strength is no longer there. So let us remember our future. My future is my life. That is life. That is, I regarded that let me suffer now and enjoy in future. Yes, let me suffer now and enjoy. But enjoy now and suffer in future, that is easy. <laughs> so, but how many of us, but we are not ready. Suffer now and enjoy in future. So what you are going through, and you are running for, to the witch doctor, try to cut, I mean, the journey, is to prepare you for the future. This is what I have said, that God often uses anything to preserve, to prepare, to, to strengthen our desire and determination to stop us for a while and arrange our future. arranging your future and anything can be used to arrange your future sickness disappointment those things will come but you need those experience 